0: You have high standards for your craft, so you should have high standards for how you fuel your daily grind. That's why the free pizza podcast is proudly sponsored by High Brew Coffee. High Brew Coffee specializes in cold brew that's less bitter and has more antioxidants, twice the caffeine, and lower sugar than your average cup of joe. Choose from over 10 delicious flavors with dairy-free, added protein, and low-calorie options, plus a portion of every sale supports direct trade farmers in Colombia. So what are you waiting for? Go to www.highbrewcoffee.com, and use promo code pizzaandbrew for 20% off of your order of a 12-pack and get cold brew for those who do. Shipped directly to your door.
1: free pizza your platform for creatives. and today we have a kind of returning guest <laughs> Vania. Vania is in here working at the dance project we're at the dance project right now um and she is a dancer um yeah we actually did this interview two years ago when i was uh doing a dance festival for Greensboro, (laughs)
0: and
1: uh i lost her interview and uh here we are two years later but you know better late than never
0: hey we're here (laughs) we're here we're
1: here we're here um so it's also you're a dancer and you are um, a teacher yeah you teach dance and you also do your own performances and choreograph and all that kind of stuff so um before we get there tell us where it kind of all began
0: yeah so uh dance was always like a it was just fun. Like, I did the regular like little black kid thing where, like, you know, your cousins are at the house and they're like hyping you up in the middle of the circle. It was like my my big cousin who was like, I'm gonna teach you the bunny hop and like how to baby crump, like all that stuff that kind of came out in like the early 2000s. Um, Mom was like, All right, we so see you got a propensity for art. So uh, she was like, All right, I'm putting you in the church dance team. That's what you're gonna do. And Girl. then <laughs> I'm gonna put you in this magnet school in Charlotte. So I went to Northwest School of the Arts and that was my first time being introduced to dance. And I was like, this is raggedy I hate I hate really? wearing tights I hate leotards I hate being on the bar I like didn't perform till the eighth grade because I stayed on academic probation like it oh, was just yeah. rude <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like, like well, a couple of teachers that were like yo you got something and I was like all right whatever and then they just kind of you know pulled that out of me and so I ended up loving it and thought I was going to go to college for something else I was gonna be like I'm gonna go for like therapy and business and something <laughs> like that and I was like Nope, I'm going for a dance, dance. <laughs> and so I went yes. to UNCG, um, got my BFA from there in choreography and performance, and then graduated. I actually, stepped away from the dance world for a couple years. Really, um, so, burnout? No, not burnout. I like I just felt a different call. Like I went into like vocational ministry on college campuses. I wanted to be a presence with students transitioning from home to school and just a lot goes on and you don't really know who you are what you want and a place to ask questions a place to grow in their faith if they care to um so i did that for two years so 2018 was my return return to the dance world and uh it's been it's been dope ever since thank you rona for you know pausing that for a little (laughs) bit (laughs) appreciate you um but yeah that's kind of my dance story
1: yes yes okay and you came back after so what what, what brought you back? I'm curious.
0: Man, it was just like, it was only a two year program. And then I just, I was struggling. because so I was thinking, like, to do something meaningful in life, you know, in my faith tradition, to make like an impact on the world, I had to do like, do it in one specific way. And I was like, it just took some time for me to let go of that fact and be like, no, I can be who I am as I am. And that is just as valid. And, and doing the art thing doesn't take away from any impact I can make. So that's just where it was like it just clicked and I was like, bet, we're gonna do this art thing and we're gonna make it great as much as we can and enjoy it. Yes, so, absolutely. Yeah. How your
1: time Atomic energy I went there too by the way go Spartans. Yeah. Go Spartans. <laughs> Let's go.
0: It was good. I like, man, it was fun. I got a really cool group of like friends from freshman year. Matter of fact, my best friend I met my freshman year and we're like still, still kicking it. Um, but you being a performing arts major you don't really do anything else but be in the studio, yes, <laughs> so all the time. nothing but shows and rehearsals. And so, really cool like cohort of like other dancers, but um, enjoyed our time. But I was like, all I saw was the calf and like my dorm and, and the studio. That was it. Oh my
1: gosh, yeah, just rigorous. Yeah, You're in there performing. I guess, and I guess how, how you were graded. Were you choreographing your own? stuff or you-
0: yeah yeah they um you have like a my path was more or less for performance and choreography so you had to meet like a certain amount of like um performance opportunities performance credits and then choreography class was like super intense and then your capstone is a choreography project where you and your cohort have to like create your own concert create your own your whole oh thing from start gosh. to finish so
1: really so yeah. you were a group of how many people
0: it was like eight of us we were called to eight? create yeah it was just eight we started with like 30 in that cohort by the time we graduated oh, it was like eight, eight People we were like you want a life <laughs> <laughs> are you sure you want this life <laughs>
1: <laughs> we were friends like that we were friends like hey dude like if you want social life you want free time this is not it
0: yeah people were like i think i i think i want to teach which is no no problem no problem no problem but it was just different amount of time and
1: oh my gosh yeah. it's like everyone I knew it every, outside of arts photography and dance and all that were just in the studio literally all the time yeah everyone yeah. I know was in that studio yeah. this night and day and, and uh praying and hoping <laughs> that they pass shout out to the music majors though <laughs>
0: oh y'all had it the worst yo <laughs> oh
1: my gosh uh, different subject. we will give
0: them half credit uh, them the half gonna... credit classes <laughs> mandatory yes
1: i have some people to talk to we went through that program too <laughs> it was like bruh i still love music and all but this was in in intense
0: yeah yeah
1: absolutely so obviously graduated went to ministry for a little bit yeah. um you came back. So, what type of dance scene did you kind of jump into when you came back to the game?
0: Yeah, so I um I you know, the huge program was like contemporary modern. Um I grew up doing like hip hop, jazz and everything else, but um I came back into a modern contemporary field um and that injury I went to ADF as an intern. So, like I didn't go as a dance student, I was an intern wow. in performances, which was insane. Um but like amazing because I got to do and meet people I read about in textbooks. Like I was right. like picking up people from the airport. I'm like, you know sad one story though, I picked up the CEO from a company, I ain't had no AC in my car. I was talking oh. about like it was raggedy. Oh, no. I was like, they sent me up for the okay. You put the window down like put the window I'm like, it's July in North Carolina, <laughs> they are sweating out their wig. <laughs> my bad. Girl. But like, I mean, out of that, um, met a bunch of really cool people and I took some classes. They were mostly in the modern contemporary tradition. And then that summer I went to some intensives in New York and really like honed on like some Afro, um, traditional West African movements or Afro-Caribbean movements to kind of inform and some hip hop and just kind of how I move as a person. Like I put that all off when I went to the modern world. I felt like, I gotta be classic. Bring on the Graham and the Horton and all these other techniques they teach you. And I like put off the, the things that kind of made up my movement style. So now, I would kind of define what I do now as a as a modern contemporary blend, but with a lot of hip hop and grounded like traditional West African movements, or just some um, Afro Caribbean influences, and kind of just like this little really black melding pot yeah, so <laughs> of right stuff. Together. Yeah, trying to like marry this thing and see how they work, and you know, it's it's interesting, and I, I mean, it's interesting to me. Other people might not find it interesting. Yeah, but... yeah, no, it's definitely.
1: I mean, I saw a performance you did or you uh, created, and it is it was really dope. It was really really thanks, cool. Thanks, I appreciate that. And that was with, and that was internship.
0: No, that was through uh, North Carolina Dance Festival. Oh, so, yeah. Really,
1: it's in New York and everything. And so when I
0: came back here in 2019 and kind of got settled down, I applied for NCDF and I ended up the piece ended up getting accepted. So like the performance God, that happened at the gallery that was um. That was through their through their tour.
1: Wow, we'll come back to that one second. Yeah, yeah. I want to hear about your time in New York. Yeah, right, yeah, quick, yeah, Because I know it's every artist's dream almost is to go to New York City for a little bit. So, yeah. can you summarize that for us.
0: Man, it was it was it was cool. It was really just for a summer. It, I wasn't. I never really thought like, oh, I need to go to New York to like make it. Well, that's a lie. We all think that, and then you are like, <laughs> yeah, I gotta go. I gotta go to New York, or I am gonna be nobody. You know, <laughs> your whole life is like hell. But, and I, you know, I went just for a couple. Through the connections I made at ADF, they I went to the intensive. So the companies that were there, chilled with a friend who was at NYU, um, and I just I enjoyed the city. I enjoy the fact that it's like, of course, it's some of the top art in the world.
1: Yes, um,
0: and it's amazing. And I. And I, I loved training, like I loved training for what it had to offer. But like New York 100 percent for me, I see it as like a net zero. It's how I see pets. I'm like for everything that is great for, there's some raggedy like stuff going on. Big it's like pets. you kinda just I mean, it's like a nil sum and it's like your choice if you <laughs> you wanna oh do that. Gosh. I just i just came to the conclusion that i wanted to i wanted to i wanted to have a life as well as a creative life like i wanted to pay my rent and have a place and you know be involved in the community significantly and not you know fighting for the hustle 24 hours a day Literally. just to make it i'm like ah i want to be creative i just want to do it different so shout out to everybody out there in the yes. city um we in the south, and that's okay.
1: <laughs> you know, I had, and I still have ambitions of going to the big city one day—not yeah. so New York. It wasn't New York for a long time. Yeah. But I keep hearing that from people. It's just like, bruh, like I don't want to work three jobs. Yeah. I don't want uh, a bunch of roommates. Yeah. I want to be able to be comfortable and yeah. not have to make three thousand dollars a month. I was you like, yo, you, know,
0: you pony up three thousand, for five by five. I'm
1: telling you, <laughs> I mean, it's it, insane. So people, like to say people up there doing it, shout out to you, much love. But I don't know, not for everybody.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm
1: saying? It's so, okay. You can make your way back to the south. Yeah. You know and. Was Greensboro kind of, like, where you wanted to be, or did you kind of look, look through some other cities down here?
0: Well, Greensboro landed because, you know, this. I already had community here. I knew if I was going to start sure. life, I wasn't. I, you know, some people are ready to make that jump, and some at some point I will make that jump and start over in some city, some place. But I was like, I already had community. I already had connections here, and I knew that's, like, you got to start you got to start working start to start paying some bills making a life and so using the resources i had which was the greensboro mm-hmm. ended up getting me um employed in the arts so i was like hey i'll take this yes i'll take it absolutely absolutely yeah.
1: and was that here, or was yeah, that, right yeah. at Dance
0: Project. I um, I came and did the odd job thing just like everybody else. I mean, yo, I this is what you're picking
1: up people. Oh
0: yeah, my yeah, 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 yeah! I mean, yeah, I was yeah. like, I did a bid, I call it a bid at Buffalo, Wild Wings <laughs> being a you're at Buffalo Wild Wings, yeah. I was like, yo, this is the worst decision of my life, bro. <laughs> this is what you
1: think
0: like, What did I do? <laughs> what did I do? This is not a clear path, <laughs> and then uh, started doing some sub stuff in the school system, and then I realized there's a position that came open here at Dance Project, and I applied. and it was good timing and it, I was gracious and I, I was like, wow, I get to work in the arts. Like the skills I had learned from ADF that summer had like transferred to like to here to be able to do what I do here. So absolutely. Yeah, it was that's nice. Amazing. Yeah.
1: Yes, yes, yes. So you got here and you were able and you came in as a teacher.
0: Yeah, I came in as a program assistant. Um, Yeah, yeah. yeah, and now we, me and my uh, my coworker, we split school responsibilities as like school coordinators. So I just came in doing admin work, and then they brought me on as a teacher, teaching hip hop uh, for adults and kids, and then. Just as I stayed, got to do some more opportunities with, like, Modern and um, teaching some other classes for the kids. My favorite, I'm not going to, I can't say my favorite class, but my favorite class is is the Little Rhythms class. It's for the little five- to six-year-olds who don't got no rhythm yet, just teach them how to, like, stomp and clap together. Yes, they're so, so cute they're so like free and full of life and they make me feel like i could be a kid so that's amazing shout out to the six-year-olds you know, Shout out to
1: all you guys <laughs> that's amazing how is it creating classes for i want to say kids and adults yeah it's a different mindset for each so
0: yeah it's it's a different it's different way of thinking but i think the method can be somewhat of the same as long as my personal philosophy for teaching is like I want the students to enjoy what they're doing. And I think when you enjoy it, then you can apply like the discipline and the rigor. Um, because I think without having delight for something that requires so much of you, you burn out quick. Like, I don't want to, I want to be a part of a culture that's building humans who love their art, you know, and, and then, you know, take it seriously. But, um, For the adults, it's like some of them are coming from, like, I never moved in my life. I'm just, you know, you're like, oh, Lord, Lord, (laughs) Lord. Lord. come on. How can I help you? And I want them to leave feeling like, man, this was something I accomplished. This is something I learned. It's just a starting place, and I want them to come back. So the kids, I'm trying to build like a love, like a a true love and and enjoyment. And then for the adults, I want them to feel challenged, but something that is achievable in the moment. And then for my teens, who are all dug in, we get to push, push, push with them, but um, let them kind of. if anyone's out
1: there think twice
0: and keep listening play twice and keep listening hi teamsters i'm carrie ann and i'm allison and this is podcast without an audience where two friends pick two topics and find intersectionality we are a psychology and history podcast each thursday we find intersectionality between our topics or not <laughs> You can find us on social media at pod without an odd or join us on the web at podcastwithoutanaudience.com. Join us in discovering what connects us all. And if you support us, blink twice. And if you're out there, keep listening. Kinda growing that love too as well. That's dope. I uh, I I, I kind of want to learn how to dance,
1: so I'm, thinking,
0: I'm like, you know, Come on through! To get some lessons, you know
1: what I'm saying? That's, that's awesome.
0: Stomp and clap, you know, we can get there.
1: <laughs> so, in um, 2019 is when I saw the festival, when yeah. I was interviewing a bunch of you guys, and yeah. it was a wonderful experience. First time I ever going to a dance festival. Cool. So, that performance in particular, um how are you how' how'd that come to how that how' how'd you make that happen
0: <laughs> <laughs> man so making the dance like itself was was a really cool journey like the the gentleman that that joined me uh, Devontae and and Jordan um, Booker medley like they are um, I knew them from, oddly enough, I knew Jordan from high school, and we disconnected for a long time, wow. and ended up re-meeting. He's a UNCSA grad, and Devontae went to UNCG a couple ahead of years of me. Um, but just some things had been going on with, like, my my brother, like, he was going off into his first PhD program, you know, mm-hmm. and it just, like, being the oldest of the family, being a black man, having to put on all this like weight of, you know, responsibility to try to achieve, like, it, it just, it rocked him hard, you know. Um, and so, he was just telling me about some things about how you know he's first i'm sharing his sharing his feelings for the first time he's like about to be 30 like i'm grown and we have never talked about like wow. his inner life and so i was processing through some of the things he was saying and i hit these guys up and i was like hey like tell me about yourself what is it like being you in your in your mind in your body okay. um so like through lots of conversation we we're like all right let's, let's make some moving on this and see if we can tell the story in a way that's um, impactful and honest, but not coming from like trauma. Like I'm really over the whole like black trauma yeah, story.
1: No, very tiring.
0: <laughs> so I was like I wanted to give a something it is hard and heavy, but something that is genuine and that the, the, the guys could tell their own story. So um and then I applied I, you know we, we shot it, we applied it for the festival and they were like, We like it. Come come do it on the tour. So that's, That's how it dope. happened. Yeah. So you
1: applied to be a part of the festival. You yeah. automatically put in because yeah. you weren't here.
0: Nope, they wow. don't know favorites, and it's like adjudicated. It's like judged blindly from like other people. So no,
1: way. She didn't know any. I of didn't judges. know any. I,
0: didn't, I mean, I still don't know who judged that year. I might know them. I mean, if you want to tell me oh, who you are, yeah. then let me know. <laughs> but um, it, you know, I don't. We don't get any access besides we send a video and say. This is my dance. Thanks. So hope you like it. <laughs> oh my
1: gosh! And they said yay yeah or nay. Yay
0: or nay, and they that said yay.
1: Amazing. So I'm sure was that your one of your first times doing a festival? Yeah,
0: uh, yeah. For like traveling North Carolina, I had never done a traveling tour. It was like a, a whirlwind for me learning as like a choreographer. Okay, how do I? I'm a part of a festival, but like now I need to learn how to like set itineraries for my dancers. I need to like tell you know like it's like the whole business side of things that. Um, it was a really cool learn. Like we went to went to Asheville, went to Durham, oh, performed that's in Greensboro, right. yeah. So like, it was just it was really fun. And we're like, we're on tour, looking crazy. <laughs> um, so it was really fun, but also like a lot to learn. It's my first time doing something like that. Yeah.
1: Right, right. That's amazing. So piggybacking off that, obviously your brother's emotions went into this that that dance. Yeah. Do you ever, for your own personal projects or for your own choreography, do you put those emotions that you're going through in life? Good, yeah, good or bad. Good or bad. Yeah. <laughs> <Good>. Learning. Yeah. <laughs> learning. Yeah. No,
0: I mean, dance um, for me, it's It's a processing place. Um, I know sometimes as artists, like we get the rap of like, we're so like emotional, um, which I'm learning to embrace. It is true. But dance, I tend to uh, look at it almost like a paper. Like when I'm choreographing, I'm trying to organize my thoughts and ideas in a way that I can communicate to someone else. But that still means, like, I have to get out and figure out, like, what I'm actually thinking and feeling. So sometimes I just have my studio practice time and I am moving And it's just, you know, maybe I'm taking class or just doing the basic things. But when I'm starting to create, like, sometimes, like, I I realize, oh, I've I've been thinking about this thing for a long time. Mm -hmm. What does that that look like? And what story am I telling in that? And so, and what am I feeling? You know, I'm learning to integrate more of, like, what am I feeling? What are the things that I've been carrying that in this idea you know how do i fit into the story and how do i how do i tell it so yeah it's a definitely like it's like free it's not free therapy because nobody talk back to you (laughs) it's It's just you and you could come to the wrong conclusion (laughs) and you'd be like ah so i do need to kill this person you're like oh "Oh, no that's illegal and not good (laughs) but it is like a it is a, a place to kind of work out what's going on in my inner life
1: that's dope Yeah. I guess is it easy to your your faith into the dancing too
0: yeah yeah definitely I mean like for me I I think of it more like a like a worldview idea it's like so you know I'm thinking my whole my whole thing about understanding how the world works because of my faith system like I like to make work that I consider redemptive you Mm. know it's like we're gonna talk about everything in life like whatever is hard whatever is real like nothing's off the table but for me there is like an ultimate hope at the end that um, sometimes you can't really get in in the public discourse conversations because everyone's coming from different places. and that's that's what it is. We're a pluralistic society, but um, for my face system to think like man, I could talk about the hardships of emotional health and black men oh, yeah. with a hope that like one day we won't live in a world where they have to experience this, you know
1: absolutely. So absolutely. like
0: it, it's it that is it influences how i how I make because um, it's just it's like a different arc. it's and it's not like a like a, I don't know whether they say it's a pacifying the masses it's more like a you no know, this is hard and we can be in it and exist in it but we also can hope for more yeah, so um, yeah. that's how my, my faith leads like there's gonna be like a time where like there are no tears there are no crying there are no breakdowns there Whoa, are no like please, there yes. are no dead black men in the street you know we don't and 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 I you know I hope in a God who who wants that for me so like why would I not want that for my brothers or my sisters or just anyone in the world so
1: absolutely, absolutely. yeah how was it? Been, how was it kind of going through with COVID and everything? Like, were you able to create at all? I mean, I guess it was a break for everybody.
0: Oh my God, COVID!
1: <laughs> how, I gotta ask everyone. I gotta ask everyone. I'm like, bro, how did you get through this and stay creative?
0: Man, it really like to be honest. At first, it kind of felt like yo, we're staying at home. Like, you know, you get sent home from school, and you're like, man, I'm about I'm to like, watch Scooby Doo all day. <laughs> Y'all gonna leave me alone? Fast. And then after like week two, I was like. Mm-mm. <laughs>
1: We're going to
0: be here for a long for a time. Long time. Mm. I'm just a group project. I thought we were supposed to be done by two, now. In two weeks? No plan. Um, but it was just more like.
1: The Free Pizza Podcast is proudly sponsored by Lucky House MFG. Lucky House is an eco friendly screen printing and design studio with over 10 years of experience in the industry. They offer high quality custom printing services, including apparel printing, graphic design, promo goods, and embroidery. Visit www.luckyhousemfg.com to get a quote and to learn more.
0: It was a lot. And also was a lot going on in life. Like summer 2020 was like, what? Bruh. To be <laughs> like Bruh. still shook by like, thinking about it. But creativity, I I found other mediums of being creative. I couldn't. I wasn't dancing in the same ways because a lot like a lot of gigs were lost. I remember Mm. signing contracts and then like that next day getting that email being like Boop boop, sorry. Okay, okay. okay. (laughs) So, um, for me, it was a lot of writing. I did some, some writing. I, I do a bit of uh, spoken word, a little bit new to it. So a little poetry and stuff to get, okay. to get the ideas out. Cause I like, you know, I'm at home. I didn't have the space, you know, at the time I had roommates and I was like, I'm mm, like clear the living room and y'all let me get my, I need my time to think. And <laughs> was I was like, like okay. they're like, no, I need time to watch. <laughs> <laughs> to watch. Really, you know, right. You're <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it was just, it was hard. So I had to pick another medium for a little bit and then as things started opening. Um, not even before things opened up dance project was like hey one at a time y'all are welcome to come to the studio and so that was like Aww. we got to come back a little bit slowly and and get back into moving um i mean i took a couple online classes but like i did not enjoy trying to take a dance class at the house yeah i mean it was It was good for the sense of, like, we need the discipline to be in your body. Um, I've been eating pizza rolls at home for two, you know, for three months. (laughs) So I might as well do something. But, like, it really was – it was just hard. I can't even lie. It was just hard. I wasn't as – creative as a dancer i didn't like come out you know everybody thought I was gonna come out of quarantine swole and like with mm-hmm. a whole you know new rep repertoire yeah. stuff and everybody was like nah
1: nah no, i survived
0: i survived okay no, that's didn't.
1: it <laughs> that's all that matters
0: yeah yeah wow
1: that's intense you know i, I think every artist i talked to it did look something a little different Either yeah they learned a new skill yeah. they got their their um their energy out doing some other medium, yeah. or, or, or just they just sat there and just chill for a little bit. You yeah, know? there was no right or wrong way to do it. Yeah, know? as long as you came out, came out breathing and alive, you know, because we're fortunate and more fortunate than others. Yeah, you know? for yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. Uh, but we're back though. We're back, we're, back.
0: we're coming back.
1: So, you're obviously working on some personal things you can't talk about yet. I'm sure
0: I can't. So, I am in the midst of making a film. Um my collaborator Philip Woods is the GOAT. Shout out to him because uh, he's so patient <laughs> with me. Shout out. Yeah. Um yeah, so I, I got a grant from the Durham Arts Council to create a dance film centered around black women. And um it was, you know, it was it was the Brianna for me. I was like, Yeah, and we're done. Yeah, I, I don't know what I'm holding inside, but something mm-hmm. has to come out of this. Mm-hmm. Um so we constructed a film and the idea around it is called um we're sitting on the idea of, like, inherent glory. Um, and I love how inherent has, like, her in the middle of it. Like, Ooh, like that. it's just, like, inherent in and of itself means, like, it's innate. Um, and so one of the things I've just been thinking about wrestling with some of my other friends, we were talking through it, and we were just like, man, it just feels like everyone wants to fight for, you know, for life in the sense of, like, we believe, like, everyone's created with, like, equal amounts of honor and dignity. And but yet when it comes to like the black woman we're like uh oh, maybe
1: exactly <laughs> oh, oh. maybe
0: and so this is a bit of a, a resistance to that in the hope of like man who who she is yes made in the image of god and, and with inherent dignity value and worth but also like a thing that kind of like turned the tables for me was it just for a second if we pause it like your oh, god is a creator or an artist like as a creative, when you do something that's your work, you're making choices in that moment because that's what you want to expose. And a little bit about those choices over time, people can see your patterns. They can see what you enjoy, what your eyes like drawn to, right? Like what your instincts are. So if we posit that for like God and looking at when he made black women, he was like, oh, the eyes, like the, oh, oh, I'm like like this, I'm like, they're gonna do this. So he's out here enjoying the creation of us while this world we live in is out here missing it. And so, the world then misses not just the fact that we have value and worth and should be treated as such, but then also I think they miss an element. They miss the artist of God. They miss his choices. They miss his instinct. They miss something about that he wanted to reflect himself on us in a way. So it's like a double loss. It's like, wow, you lose just the experience of us in our fullness, and then you lose the experience of maybe what God might be showing about himself. So it's like a double loss. I'm like in reclaiming the idea of the black woman being inherently – holding glory is that, one, holding worth and value, and two, holding the the elements or the instincts and the choices of a God who enjoyed doing that. So, yeah. like, trying to reclaim both. So this film, man, the dancers were dope. <laughs> they were, like, so fancy. Uh, one, I mean, she dances with uh, Charlotte Ballet, in um, their pre professional program, the other one I-, I met actually a couple summers ago um, when I went to New York and she just so happened to be down. Like everybody was in Charlotte. I was like, Y'all wanna shoot the a film? They were like, Really? Yes. And I was like, Thanks. Yes. <laughs> so they like, they, they cracked this thing out in like two rehearsals and then like two rehearsals. Two rehearsals. I mean, like they're professionals. I was like, I love y'all and y'all make. Whatever I'm giving you, look ten times better. So please take this. And Philip, he's he. I mean, he's in the editing process. So I'm excited to see all the ideas that come out of it. And um, it was fun because we got to create our own score for the film because you're like, ain't nobody paying for these rights. And two of my homegirls were like, yo, let's meet up and record. Uh, They're both vocalists, and they they just kind of talked for a long time and I was like so we got all this like stuff all this content and I'm like I don't know what to do with this so I'm like sitting at home like oh like, antsy and excited about how we roll this thing out but the film, uh, the film will be done in, in midsummer so excited to, to get that onto the world yo yeah. I'm so
1: hyped for that and there's gonna be like a Get together to watch it. Some kind of event or I, mean, I don't
0: know. Like that—that that is the part we're trying to figure out. Because usually it's like a dance film. You like submit it to dance film festivals to get it seen by like other dance film people, which yeah. I know is like a super like a small world, like a genre within a genre. Right. Um, but at some point we will release it live, and we might do a live watch party. or You know, just people please come on in and, and enjoy it. So um, I'm oh, excited. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. amazing. Good for you. Well deserved. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate
1: you know what that. Saying? Yes. Yes. So near uh, wrapping this up. Um, how can we get in touch with uh, you to teach or dance project? How can we find you guys? Yeah,
0: for sure. Well, dance projects always great. (laughs) Danceproject.org, yes, <laughs> yes. www.danceproject.org. Hit them up for classes. Uh, they want to see what's going on with other professionals in the area. There's plenty of dance choreographers that are working right now and making really cool work. So connect with them. Um, for me, uh, you can hit me up on the gram, <laughs> the I gram, will link it all. the gram, and on my website. But I mean, that sounds a little pretentious. In my website, <laughs> you <have to> <laughs> shoot me an email. Website, yes, shoot yes. Me an email gmail.com or the gram. it's called. They call me Vanya because people mispronounce my name. Vanya. Vanya. Yes. So I was like, I'm going to just I'm going to own that. Yes. And so I mean, it cool. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. so and then when I um, sign up for classes, go through dance project. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Okay. And you do you private things were just here.
0: I do well we have private lessons here at the Dance oh, Project for perfect. sure, but if you're ever trying to like, you know, I'm just gonna hit you trying to choreograph a little duet for yourself, you know look up on a choreographer, you hit me up directly, okay? Let's go.
1: I <laughs> yeah, will link all that below. Thank you so much for redoing this. This yeah, is so sure. dope. Um, we're also in, in your office area which I appreciate that as well <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying people out here working um, but yes please hit uh, Vanya ah
0: Vanya Vanya up <laughs> if you
1: have any uh, questions this, I can't answer everything in an interview so if you have any questions please please, please hit Vanya sure. up um, thank you for listening and we'll see you next time bye
0: bye do you want your dream to be featured on our podcast
1: do you have a recurring dream that drives you wild
0: a sex dream that leaves you feeling dirty
1: A nightmare that makes you feel guilty.
0: Head over to www.wildestdreamspodcast.com and click the Submit tab. Once you're there, fill out our form and submit your dream as text.
1: Prefer to send audio? You can always drop us a line at our email, submit at wildestdreamspodcast.com.
0: Each week, we'll feature one dream that we will try our damnedest to decipher.
1: It's listeners like you that keep our dream alive
0: the free pizza podcast we are on spotify itunes soundcloud just go on the google app store go on everywhere check us out on instagram facebook myspace live journal twitter we tweet we'll do smokes niggles whatever y'all need thank y'all so much have a good night